week's episode of four color ultrasound number 36 six 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 the number of the beast all right mike <laughs> we'll you just had to be in a good mood today uh all of a sudden when i heard that 36 like i wasn't in a good mood until i thought of 36 and then all of a sudden i guess it's like the power of satan within me decided <laughs> to give me a good show and amp it up so yeah I guess I'm your host, Dieter. <laughs> With me, as always, is Mike. Uh, see, right down to your low mood again. There you oh, go. Exactly. Bringing it down. Bring it down. Springtime. All right. So yeah, I got anyway. a cough here. What's going on? Who's coughing? <clears throat> me. Or oh, my throat. You got the the. Uh, I heard. I don't know if you can say the actual thing without being caught. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's leave it there. They'll come to your house. So anyway, we are a virus. I mean, comic book <laughs> podcast. And uh, we're friends who enjoy reading comic books, but then we take it to that next level and we enjoy talking about them even more. And then we take it to the next level and we record it. And then we take it to the ultimate level and put it on the internet for you, the listener. Exactly, for the listener. And if you've made it this far, this whole like minute 35 into this (laughs) stupid episode, you will, uh, I don't know, there's spoilers Every once in a while, like, you know what's something we haven't done in a long time is tell them what week these comic books are from. <laughs> you haven't? I don't know. I don't even listen when you're talking. I put it in the description on the show notes, but nobody reads those either. So I think it's uh, March 4th is what we're doing here. So if you haven't read those comic books, we're going to spoil them real good. And uh, getting right into it. Batman, number 90. Uh, what's this one called? DC Comics proudly presents their Dark Designs, Part 5. How are you liking this one so far, Mike? I'm liking it a lot. Yeah? Especially in contrast to the last story. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. This one, although this episode, or this episode, this issue is like extra texty. Like, it's like... yeah. You know when you were begging King to like just say something. (laughs) Just have one of your characters say something. Besides Cat. Exactly, which is funny because I think they make a little nod to that in this. There's a Selena Bruce uh-huh. <laughs> panel. <laughs> as I'm reading, that's all I could think of is at least they didn't say Bat Cat and they're actually I, telling a story here. I took it as a dig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, look, here, here's some real conversation. That you got to say something, not in a boat, not in a tree, not with a fox. Right. I don't know. Uh, even though there is like lots and lots and lots of text and like in this one. It moves the story forward quite a bit, I think, right? Yeah, and it and again, the whole thing, it goes into the past, just like uh, the last run would, but this one, I can follow it, and it feels like something that would have happened, not just some, I don't know, fever dream they have. Well, I don't know, the the designer himself, just like the fact that, oh, Here's a guy that Batman never knew about that's been doing like everything since the beginning of time, but has never been mentioned up until this point until right now. 
So I don't well, know. Well, yeah, that I mean, yes, that part doesn't make sense. But I'm just talking about the fact the way the old story, the King would tell a story about them saying, "No, we met on the we met on the street. No, we met on a boat." And just say that over and over and over again. Whereas here, right, it's across <clears throat> multiple with stories told. Sorry, across multiple issues too, like the yeah. boat and it's like it just never ends. This cat's a little crazy. There's a cat like it's like now it's pressing on the keyboard. Oh, lovely! And it made if it oh it's doing stuff. Oh, oh no! <laughs> it's a crazy one too. Wait, uh oh. Oh, no. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot what we're... T- oh. Uh, <clears throat> she re- yeah, she reset the comic. I even- oh, yeah. Oh, like across multiple issues as well, to where like it is just repetitory, not moving anything forward except like Bane had control of his city, which... Is that why they're rebuilding Gotham? Because he destroyed the city, yeah. Okay, did they ever, like, say that outright? Not until it was over. Like, I don't think you ever really saw it. You never saw the city destroyed. But because Bane was there, they're just saying, well, the city was destroyed, so I have to rebuild it. He said yeah, it at but... the end of his story. Oh, they did? Oh, okay. Batman said something, and I need to rebuild Gotham. Okay. Because that makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was just that one building, and then we in the first issue, and then as it moved on, I was like, wait, they're redesigning the entire city? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, Why? And, like, how, why is it so far along? And then, like, in this one, I kind of, because I had the Selena Bruce Bat-Cat moment, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. City was totally destroyed by pain. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, this one specifically, it picks up where it left off with, you know, Catwoman's got a secret to tell Bruce how it all really went down. Because Bruce is, like, you know, oblivious to everything that's happened with this designer guy up until this point. And uh, Catwoman, I think there was five villains in on this, by the way. Who was the fifth mis- one? That's what I was, isn't that, isn't that who the five assassins were going after? And didn't they say that in previous issues, like there was five people? And why is there five assassins? There's four assassins. Oh, there's five assassins. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. And they're distracting. They were going after the five original people, I thought. And then it was. Was it going the de- after the, the designer? Well, the designer's Setting. dead. Well, or, spoiler well, yeah. alert. Yeah, well, that. <laughs> I said that at the <laughs> beginning. We find that out in this issue. No, he comes back to life within this issue. Or he is back to life within the story. So I don't know. Who is the fifth? Yeah, the designer sent. They said. He sent the five to distract them from the real thing, who's Bruce Wayne, the real target. But then you find out Bruce Wayne is the target of their money, though, in this one. I don't know. We're jumping all over the place. but Jumping all over the place. I thought it was just the four of them. I guess so. <laughs> I should. I could have went back a few issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you were going to throw this curveball, this question at me. <laughs> okay, well, it just tripped me up because there was, well, the four of them got invitations to meet the designer. They meet the designer, and the designer's like, hey, check this out. I'm so good at designing capers. <laughs> I can, like, take you, like like I was talking about, the next levels. We can take you to, like, another level. And he's like, I promise you're going to be, like, a level 15 thief. 
by the time it's like some D and D roll. He's gonna like, like it's basically roll, what it is. He's rolling for initiative in the beginning, you know, right? It's like yeah, it's hilarious. I don't know, but he's like, you know, come in one on one with me and tell me like your uh, most wanted crime, and I'll like make it to where it's even more than you could even think of. And he does it for Catwoman, Riddler, and Penguin. And they're all like... For hours each. Yeah, hours. And Catwoman's like, I can like, (laughs) you know, instead of just robbing a jewelry store, I can like rob the greatest, you know, biggest business in the world, a.k.a. Wayne Industries. Spoilers. The funny part is, as soon as she said that, I assumed you were supposed to know it was going to be him. I thought Amazon? (laughs) Amazon. DC, like they always cross over (laughs) to the real world. I really didn't put it together until she said it at the end, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, Riddler was like elaborate. He like he can make a labyrinth to like with oh that ends up with I don't know what was his oh to like ruin law enforcement in the city. Yeah. Basically, Penguin, yeah, like you said, a giant puzzle. And Penguin can like shell game shell game assassinate his way up to like the mayor's office. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, the funny part is like you said, the designer is supposed to be the one that designs all these, but he sits there for hours letting them tell the criminals tell him their plan. So what is he doing? He's just kind of like tweaking it a little bit. That's what he was saying. That's what, and that's what he told them too. He's like, "I'm look. I already have all. It's like those guys on TV, like I, how to get rich quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Buy this book, and I'll tell you how to get rich. Like, <laughs> exactly. I already have all the knowledge. So you just tell me what you want, and I'll, I'll apply to it. No, but the, but those get rich quick schemes are the lessons. Right. That's to get rich. Not he has, they, have, they have no knowledge. They're just selling you the the promise of the knowledge. That's what right. that's what it sounds like he's doing. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I got the plan. They sit here for hours, and it's your plan the entire time. But no, look. It was, so was all it me. Like his, your money. Was it his intent to, like, steal their plan? Like, he was <laughs> running out of like. ideas. Like, he was like, shit, I'm out of ideas. I need a, uh-huh. what do they call, like, somebody to bounce ideas off of? Like, a yes man type of thing? Yeah, like, basically. He's like, so he's like, let me get some criminals in here. And then, so the Joker, though, he goes in, and he's in there for a long time. <laughs> I love this, because the Joker's so freaking nuts yeah <laughs> decides the the designer runs out and decides to kill everybody yeah it, it's like they're he's, we're getting worried about who's in there so long and designer's mm-hmm. out he's like kill everybody <laughs> <laughs> kill them this all is... these guys are fucking crazy and right before he can do anything joker kills him or so it may seem because the designer's the one running this show anyway yep or so we think or the joker's the designer today or yeah we don't know yeah, we don't know. But they decide, since nobody knows who the designer is but them, conveniently, and nobody knows that they went here tonight, they could just, like, you know, burn this guy's house down and bury the body in a pauper's grave and uh, get away with it. But Catwoman's like, well, I think it was a double bad because not only did the designer freak out for what Joker was capable of, I think Joker actually realized... <laughs> Oh, what he shit. was ca- what he was <laughs> capable of, and so like I don't know, it's kind of a, adding that to the Joker's uh, like character to being like he was just kind of the like. There's always the, when did he go from the pranky you know heist Joker to like mm-hmm. the criminally insane murdering everybody like super Joker that you have today, and this kind of puts a point on that, right? Yep, exactly. I think that's kind of <clears throat> neat. I thought that was pretty cool. That now you have a reason why the Joker's so fucked up today. <laughs> it was because like somebody kind of like he was like too, like I don't know. It's kind of like showed him the way, right? 
mm-hmm. made him like a 15th level criminal or whatever he was talking <laughs> he about. He sat down with a therapist who made him a 15th level, a level 15 criminal. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But then like the, the real cliffhanger is uh, who's supposed to be pulling in the heist though? No, he. She thinks she's assuming that because that the designer is still around. Yeah. And so she's like, "Hey, the designer. If the designer is taking my plan or our plans, that means he's going to go and steal all your money, Bruce." <clears throat> so Which is his one superpower. Yes, yeah, so, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but see, my question is now. So when they said the target was Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. was the tar like to murder him, or was it to steal his money? To steal his money. That's what she's saying, because they, because the whole issue is her not wanting to say that it was we're going to steal Bruce's money, right? It was because they want the reader to know, <clears throat> or she didn't want to reveal it to him either. So that's what she's saying. The target for her plan was Bruce and his and his money. So then everybody does know that he's Batman. No, why? Because why would they have to distract Batman from them stealing Bruce Wayne's money? Because uh, Batman the, is the paid by the rich, by the by the one percent, and so he stops them first. That's why some crimes do happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> Batman can stop all other crime. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's what? getting no? thin. Like I don't know. I guess I should have reread some issues. I know we're five in. Well, I, we know we already know the Joker does know. You don't know if everybody else does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Catwoman knows. <laughs> I would hope so. She didn't for a while. She used to... And she didn't know when she was talking to the designer. So it's Correct. like... No, not originally. But still, to the point... Like, what is... Why doesn't Batman have a better lock on his money? Like, are you telling me, like, it's possible for Bruce Wayne to have all of his money stolen? He has it all in one account with one password. And it's Batman. That's Batman. <laughs> I'm not Batman. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I have no. I am not Batman. I am not Batman. That's his password. He looks so cheesed off, like in that one panel where she's like telling him, "Uh, she's looking all sullen." It's like in the yeah. middle of the book, and he's all like, "There isn't time for this nostalgia story." <laughs> that's kind of like another dig at Tom King, right? There isn't time for this nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Move on with the goddamn mm-hmm. story. But yeah, overall, uh, this, I like this. I like this issue a lot. I like the story, and I really like this issue, especially the art in it. Yeah, as long as you don't dig too deep about what's going on, I'm a well, rebuild. No. <clears throat> I'm a catch up. The next time, next two weeks, episode thirty, what eight? I'll catch up and answer some of my own questions there for you, you and tell you just what's going on. I just wish Jorge Jimenez and Tommy Mori would be doing this more often. I think this, like, is the, this is one of the better issues of this story. You like that art there, I, eh? I do. It's There's good. some good titties in there, too. Well, that's they it, didn't, yeah. They didn't leave it out. That's no. the theme of that book. <laughs> like the Harley Quinn page where she's uh, playing PlayStation with drones or some shit. Like trying <laughs> uh-huh. to kill Deathshot with non-lethal rubber bullets. This is all, yeah. <laughs> Something we just glanced. Dude, the cat's back like on the table. So it's it gets funny. crazy. Just. But it's funny with her playing, right? And she, she's over here. And they're, both Batman and uh, Lucius are worried that she's going to go nuts and do something stupid to uh, Deathstroke. Right? As she's playing the video game. But why is Lucius not? Why didn't he just have Lucius do it? Why is he having her do it at all? Right? <laughs> like, it just didn't make any sense. 
Well, no. I guess she has to do something, right? Yeah, exactly. So we we need her in the story. And this is a, a past issue, so let's uh let's have her play video games. Oh, and that house in the middle of the Tartarus house in the middle of the ocean is pretty cool. Yeah. That's some good art. You're right. Some damn good art. We didn't even go over who wrote that book or did the art. <laughs> let's stop doing that for all the books. <laughs> don't tell don't mention it all why why not? Well, just because we forgot on that one, right. so we can make it seem like it's the new standard, like the new status quo, and we can just like move forward. We did it on purpose. Yeah. All right. Speaking of doing things on purpose, Justice League number forty-two, written by <laughs> Robert Venditti, <laughs> <laughs> penciler Aaron <laughs> Laferetti, and uh, the inkers Matt Ryan and David Barron on colors. I fucked it up, didn't I? Uh, a little bit. <clears throat> okay. Well, this one's a. Uh, Part three of the race against the clock. Talk about good art that doesn't exist. You don't think this is good? I don't know. Something about it I didn't like. It's very cartoony. Maybe that's what it is. Because <clears throat> it's not bad. I mean, for cartoony, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's just not very just. It's very cartoonish, in my opinion. Superman's face is always weird. Uh, I mean, I mean, now I'm looking at it, it really isn't bad. It's like I said, it's just cartoony. It's the next one, Superman, that has this, uh, that's cartoony and bad at times. Oh yeah. Well, this one also, the, I mean, the colors are really vibrant as yeah. well, which <clears throat> add to the cartooniness, I think. But I yeah, I think like, we had like, like I said, Tomo Mori from the last, from Batman, doing the coloring here. Mm-hmm. They'll probably look completely different. Yeah. So where this, the last one left off with. Wonder Woman being held up like she was dead, right? Yes. And this one tries to pick up almost instantly from there and like give you a little uh, more explanation on how that could have possibly happened. Right? <laughs> so I hope we get this kind of explanation. Which The one with Superman where he just got hit with that sword. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Sorry uh, to uh, he was dead. disappoint you there. But this was, they show a woman taking the full brunt of a... What's that thing? Eradicator hand blast. Superman can't shoot shit out of his hand, can he? Nope. Why is he able to do that? Because he's a uh, robot of, so- of sorts. A robot. A robot. <clears throat> Which brings up a point in this issue that I'll have to mention in a minute. Well, you just spoil it away. What is it? <laughs> when she, when uh, Madame Xanadu says, Batman, you asked me to aid the Justice League. You had no mention of a machine. <laughs> Batman's like, we were pressed for time. Uh, you couldn't just say that. But anyway... She goes, this eradicator is cracked from technology. Sorcery is hampered by the analytical. Against it, I won't be the magic bullet you hoped I'd be. So magic doesn't work against technology? So you just, like, Superman just drives up with a car and hit anybody that's magic and and he's already beats them? Like, I, I don't understand that. Well, it's a very Superman, lame uh, well, they use, explanation. Well, Superman doesn't... Magic works on Superman. And that's what they were going for. Well, yes. And that, but, but I don't understand why they throw that in there. But if magic work didn't work on any technology at all, there would be no need to... Anybody could fight magic. No problem. Does right? magic None of the magic villains it? would be an issue for anybody. Well, do they really do magic on technology, though? I don't know. Like I said, you drive up in the car. Right? Oh, shit. <laughs> you can't get to me. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. It just seems like a weird... I don't know, like I said, it was purely to say that Superman can't... You know, I, I, Superman can't... You know, this is why... Superman can't beat him, right? I read it as like this is like a whole reason we distracted Batman out of the fight for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> and then they end up using her anyway. Yeah, in a way that's like, what were they? Go- I don't know. It is a pretty weak 
But this. But the Dex, the rest of the Dexamites are not technology, so she could fight them. I don't know. It, it, it was just very odd. The whole issue, I don't know, three issues in, and it's getting like, it's not really going anywhere. The character development that they had in the first issue, you're yeah. right, it didn't continue in this one either. They kind of dropped it after that first issue. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if the if it was, even with like Barry's thing where he was hesitating, because they bring that up in this again. Yeah. <laughs> huh? And he's like, no hesitating, and he stops to monologue after that, which is I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but, uh. Even if this was the payoff for, like, Barry's, like, character, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, him hesitating twice before didn't make me think, like, he wasn't going to be able to pull it off at the end of this. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I don't know. I'm not enjoying it too much. But, uh, Superman, so what happens in this one? Jesus Christ. So, the whole thing is, uh... <clears throat> you, you, there's a plan. They come up with a plan that you don't know of yet. Oh, but the, oh yeah, no. And <laughs> the part where he's like, he has Wonder Woman. He's like, oh no, I'm going to use you. Oh, <laughs> he's like, you're. What does he call her? <laughs> he calls her an apex. Oh, an apex. Apex, apex uh, or yeah, bio resource classification apex. He's like, we gonna fuck. <laughs> but then like he's like, no, I just need your DNA, which sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. But he just kind of like sucks it out of her. Yeah, I, I don't remember these being his powers before, but maybe it has been. And he's like, it's, it wasn't even like he was going to do anything then. He was like trying to save some of her for later so he could like make a new, it, mm-hmm. what is it called? The pe- What'd you call them? The people that were Dax mites? Yeah, he's going to make a new specimen of that. Yeah. But then that guy that showed up in the very beginning, he shows up, thank God, again. Sodom Yacht. Yep. Yeah, and he has like some kind of super bazooka out of nowhere. <laughs> I know, like where did they come from? I guess and it's just like, from the uh, the uh, just the Hall of Justice, and even the Eradicator's like, now you wield a weapon of the frail rather than what's like. <laughs> even that guy's like, oh shit, I better go find something to shoot this guy with. And yeah, like, he found that super cannon. It's like the Super Scope Six for the Super Nintendo. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's our Patreon uh, game video game podcast little. <laughs> drop for that one so so we're gonna create a patreon and the extra content is gonna be something completely different than comic books or normal podcast just gonna be video games uh-huh well, from the all, 90s all of our patreons are like there's the one of you chewing that's true and then there's gonna be the one of us talking about video games that we don't play but want to <laughs> and then there what was just the other? watching oh. youtube videos of uh, video games we don't have and then he's just like saying random Simpsons knowledge. There you go. From like the first through 12th season. <laughs> After that, it's a blur. <laughs> After that's a blur. So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Patreon. Catch us on there someday. Once we get a third, like, no, a, f- a fifth, like, dedicated listener. There you go. Then we, then we can start charging them. <laughs> just need people to tell us. This one will still always be free, but like the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff, the stuff you want to listen to. The stuff you want to hear, that's going to be on the page. That's what we're all building up to. Like these guys are shrouded in mystery. All they do is talk about comics. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? We're still not, we're not going to talk about ourselves and the other ones. We're just going to have Mike chewing. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's awesome. But it'll be really good chewing. We're going to like up the audio uh, quality. <laughs> somehow just for the chewing you could hear every sloppy bite 
We're going to take out all your sniffs and breathing and everything. It'll just be pure <gasps> chewing. <laughs> yep. Ah, good time. So anyway, back to the comic book here. Justice League 42, who we were talking about. Eradicator. So yeah, he was trying to rape Wonder Woman somehow, but it wasn't really working out. That guy showed up, hits him with the Super Scope 6, and then uh, that gives Superman enough time to show up and like save Wonder And punch Woman. him. Yeah, just punch him real hard in the chest and then choke him. He has like zero chill right now. <laughs> oh, look at Eradicator. He's like, Eradicator's like burning that guy like hella bad. That guy's like, hurrah. He's like hella burning alive. It's pretty tight. He's taking it though. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'll be damned. How's He's like on fire. I like Jeez. how this artist like, the way these capes are attached, like, Eradicators just seems to be coming out of his logo. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that was the original design from the 90s. Oh, okay. That's pretty tight. But even Superman, like, look at, like, his is not connected to his neck either, though, in that mm-hmm. same panel below it. Yeah. So, like you said, Xanadu, she's not able to help them out with magic per se, but since she has this cool portable or what is it not portable a portal tech or portal portal yeah. yeah portal like the video game that you can listen to on our podcast oh uh, yeah Patreon. portal guns and shit it's like yeah we could totally watch somebody playing that on youtube <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> they were like so they're the plan is we're gonna make the eradicators and his what were they called the daxamites the daxamites chase Barry Allen around the world. How are they so fast? Because I guess Superman's that fast, right? Too. Yeah, they're they're basically like Superman, yes. Okay, so yeah, that's what I was trying, I'm trying to mm-hmm. see if Superman could do all these things. That the, like I like I said, the the shooting shit out of his hands. Superman can't do that. So. Daxon, Daxon was another planet that was uh, very close to Krypton. And so they had almost the same powers. It was like the Mars to... Basically, yes. Or was it more like the Jupiter... Uh, I think it was Mercury. It was it in retrograde? Uh, I don't know. I never got that far. I stopped reading mm. as they were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just as they brought it up, I was Just like, well, they brought it that's up. enough. Of I'm out. <laughs> retrograde. Okay, I'm done with this book. <laughs> Too much science for me. <laughs> that sounds like a real word. But <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, so they're like, if they chase you, so uh, the super speed, almost the speed of light, right? Yep. They're going to be all discombobulated about where they're going. And they won't know really where they are, or they won't be paying attention to what they're doing. But the thing is, you, you don't know that's the plan yet. Flash yeah, you tells them, tells them, hey, I'm going to run in. Ha ha, nanny nanny poo poo. I'm going to run back in time. You can't get me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> basically, his, does. Oh, yeah. He says, I'm going to run so fast, I'm going to go back in time and stop you guys from being created. And then, yep. like... That legit sends off like an alarm on the eradicator where it says like time stream manipulation alert initiated. (laughs) All right. So they believe he's really going to do that shit. And then right before he gets to like light speed to do that, that crazy Xanadu pops open a portal and brings them to some unknown area that has like a green sun instead of a yellow one and yep. this is how they're going to get their asses kicked yep it's kind Pretty of a much. shitty plan right 
Now you're going to find out they're all bodybuilders on steroids, and they're still going to win. Because you've got Batman fighting, you got a weakened Superman. Right. Right? <laughs> so there you go. <clears throat> yeah, like what is Batman? And the magic won't work because they're, they're on steroids, which is technology, so it won't work on her magic. Well, Xanadu's about to die. She even said, like, you yeah, know exactly. What, like... You're right. That's why they did that, right? Because uh, you can only do this one portal, so you're going to die. So as soon as they show up, we still have to punch each other instead of you just using your magic to hold them. When she's casting the spell and she puts that knife in the middle, uh-huh. and then she has to, like, do this. She better hope she doesn't pass out. Like, <laughs> she's going to fall. <laughs> yeah, she's going to catch a knife dildo hard. Yeah, she like, is. That could only, like, add to the spell, too, right? Like... The sorcerers, like sorcerers, vagina blood <laughs> on top of the sacrificed <laughs> ground or whatever. Well, that completely changes the spell, though. It's a, that's a different spell. It's all just everything. Demons will show up and yeah. demons will show up just fucking everybody. That's crazy. Speaking of demons and fucking everybody, oh, damn, wrong, wrong oh, book. That would have been a great segue <laughs> into Daphne Byrne, but we already decided before this issue or episode. That we were going to read Superman villains before that book. So, speaking of demons raping and like killing everybody, Superman villains <laughs> number one. <laughs> nice. Now, I really, really wish we would have stuck to our guns and not given credit to artists and writers and books. You don't want to read all. Hey, you know, now you have to give it to letters and uh, editors too, because there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names on the cover here. Writers. Brian Michael Bendis, Matt Fraction, Jody Hauser, artist, Doogie Hauser, Michael, uh-huh. <laughs> Michael uh, Gatos, Riley Rosmo, Scott Grolinski, Brian Hitch, Cully Hammer, Steve Lieber, and Jim Mafood or Mafood, 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 Jim Mafood, Jim Mafood. There you go. All right. So colorists, Michael Gatos. Ivan Plesserincia, I guess. Gabe Eltek. Oh, no, wait. Is that a B? Eltab. Alex Sinclair. Dave McKegg. Nathan Fairbairn. <laughs> and Jim Mafood. <laughs> Mafood, nice. Jim. All right. Letters. Dave Sharp. Clayton Cowles. Tom Nepolitiano. Troy Petri- Peter oh god Petri Peti- Petri just say Petri and Petri <laughs> just say Petri say Petri that's fine he's not listening uh, and Josh Reed <laughs> and Jim my food no he's not he didn't do any letters no he didn't he should have right two editors on this one too there's so much shit going on oh yeah and I know like oh we might as well say who did the cover Brian Hitch and Alex Sinclair. We got a pretty decent cheetah going on on the cover. That's that is a nice cheetah. I do like how it's the how it's like uh, all the villains like just taking the glasses off. Like, oh yeah. Uh, now I see it. Didn't you do a joke last time? Well, that was uh, I don't know, someone said that. Oh, the glasses. Now right. I see it. Who's okay, that okay, dead okay. in the center? Lex Luthor. No, above him. Uh, that's uh, Silencer. Oh, the bad guy. What? Silencer's a bad guy? Sort of. And she's with, um, well, she's an assassin, right? Yeah, Trying Pertalia. to get out of the game. I don't, I thought it was a poor choice, especially like center, no, center page. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's probably, uh, what's his name, Bendis wanting to get her in there. 
Ugh. And you got Professor Pig, who is a psychotic, like, serial killer. And then you got Silencer. Doesn't make sense. So this one... <laughs> you're right. They're you love completely it? Different. They're two completely different villains. But, yeah, this one, this one was tough. <laughs> Art-wise, especially with all those artists. You'd think yeah. it wouldn't be so tough. No, but, it was uh, pretty bad. I liked a few things from it. The overarching story, it was meh. Which was like it did like gosh, it's totally Daily Planet stuff. Yeah, it's like well, that's one that's gonna have the biggest effect. I know, but it's like Bend is just finding a way to like just how can I spin my gears even more? Yep. Like here, they bring up the damn box again. So the overarching story is like they've been the gift that uh, Lois got from Lex, the knowledge that uh, Leon is the head of the secret invisible, invisible mafia. mafia. Of, Before we get uh, to that, you're not going to bring up the, the biggest thing in the first issue, the first page? Oh, no, I'm going to get to everything. We'll oh, okay. get back to the beginning. I was just saying, just getting the overarching storyline out of the way. Instead of continuously going back to it after all the little vignettes or whatever. Yep. Uh, they go back to the box. Uh, they bring it to Perry White. And they're like, what do we do with it? What Do we, do we run it? Do we not? And Perry's like, anybody working here would lay their life on the line to publish this shit. And they're like, you know what, Perry? You're absolutely right. Let's screw over the Daily Planet. Let's give well, Lex Luthor what he wants. I thought it was them trying to convince him. I don't know. I was just trying to get through it. Oh, you. okay. But either way, <laughs> I like the way I said it better. All right. He's like, no way. You publish it. You publish it hard. And so they do. So are you all, was it just going, so you didn't really read it, but all in your head was Perry saying, publish it, publish it hard. Publish, okay. you, you two I get crazy, now. you two crazy kids get out there and publish <laughs> that story. <laughs> you publish it harder than you've ever published anything before. So he's just picturing, uh, he's like <laughs> Superman and Lois Lane right now. Is that what's going on? Publishing each other hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> publish each yeah. other hard. Publisher again, Clark, with your alien cock but anyway <laughs> just so, in case you didn't know what I was talking about just in case you <laughs> sure put all my innuendos sure when I said publish it hard and the fact that I'm standing here while you two are like mid coitus <laughs> Perry I told you you can't be in our bedroom the safety word is kryptonite <laughs> but, oh uh, god now that's a black label so yeah Lois totally takes his advice and publishes it hell <laughs> hard. It hard. <laughs> so hard that uh, it's out on the news. It's out. So that's going to be continued in Superman in action. Yeah. And Basically, that they're teasing that Daily Planet's going to be ruined. <clears throat> but then in between all that story, you get these cool little, uh, you know, like the villain's side, or the villain's mm-hmm. uh, viewpoint of Clark uh, exposing himself. <laughs> Does that mean that Ex- exposing his <laughs> truth? Uh, his truth. Can... Yes. You know, Bendis, please stop saying that. <laughs> Gaze upon my truth. <laughs> Public it Expose it to you. <sighs> How many times are you going to say he told you his truth? Like, oh my god. Anyway. Perry's like, publish your truth <laughs> inside of her. But anyway, um, <laughs> This is also like, I swear this was just brought up because Batman once mentioned like something about his parents. Yep. And now they're like, it's Ma and Pa Kent, which who are alive? I guess that answers that question. There you go. Yep. 
that was going to be what you were going to say the biggest. Well, the big well the big thing if you're a Superman fan at all, hey, because his parents died for since New Fifty Two. His parents yeah, were dead. so they're, and then with Doomsday Clock, they're back now. Not only are they back and alive, but they seem to be doing all right. And they got a uh, what bat bat cave technology cloaking their house or yeah. their farm, so they're going to be okay. They're going to be just okay. So, so here we go. Suman flies in, right? He says, awkward, because he flies in onto them uh, kissing, right? Or was he, he like... Was but he sh- this is Superman. As he's flying in, you know he's already scoped the place out to see where his parents are, right? Or are sh- at least oh. <laughs> scoping the outside. <laughs> so he knows that they're kissing, and he flies into them until, just to embarrass them. That was kind of rude. challenging that they're kissing each other. I think he's headbutting her for not continuing to work on the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. He's worried because his, his dad's constantly beating her for not for working into working right. And so, uh, okay, I got it. They are on a motorcycle, though. Did you notice? Yeah. That? Oh no, I didn't notice that. That's funny. Yeah. So there again. After she finished working, after she fixed the motorcycle, he's like, "Fine, you, now I can you, kiss you." Did you fix the suspension? Let's <laughs> test it out. Let's publish that suspension. <laughs> How are they going to publish it? Hard. There you go. With their girthy truth. <laughs> With their girthy truth. She has girthy truth, too. The veiny girthy truth is just going to be published into their <laughs> mouths and into their brains. I don't oh, know. my God. It's Off weird. the rails. Yeah, it's weird. But, uh, so yeah, that's all that was, was right? And then the it was next basically, one. It was basically him saying, I'm sorry, I got you into trouble. And, like, and it's this joke again, because... The joke of what his father says, uh, where is it? Oh, is somebody coming after us yet? Ha, 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 ha. Somebody it? will, oh, right? So this is going to work. When am I getting kidnapped by the big-headed guy or the monkey with a thing on his arm? Ha, ha, ha. It's, it's, I, I would say yes, except for the fact that Bendis, when this whole time he was telling everybody that he was going to have uh, Clark expose his truth to the world, <clears> that <throat> the biggest joke is everybody always tells me that um, that story's been everybody always tells me that when his friends find out that they're all in danger he's like, but that story's been done that's not what this story is and so that's basically what he's saying here with these jokes is this is not what's going to happen because there's another story in here right where the, the bad guy shows up and they don't do anything because Superman's there hmm. so that's Bendis' whole uh, thesis I guess on this and his way of telling it differently than everybody has for 80 years and then for some reason, at the very end of this, they decide to dress in blackface. What? At the end there, where they're saying like, oh, been meaning to ask oh. it. anything, Pa. So where the hell did my grandson go? Like they decided to like, I don't know if they're going to do like some vaudeville reenact. Yeah. Oh, no, it's so weird. But, it's uh, kind of weird at the last minute as they're just hanging out. Oh, yeah. Where the hell did my grandson go? You'd think he'd be like, uh, hello, where's John? No, Tell that's me. that. I think you said Bendis has to punctuate everything with a joke, right? Yep. So, and then this one is... uh. The next one, they're at the Daily Planet. Well, that's quick. the story you already told, isn't it? No, because this is where Firefly shows up. And then he like goes to like expose oh. himself. <laughs> and then Firefly sees like, oh, never mind. He, like, <laughs> which, takes is, off. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Cause, so I, I get what he's going for. Like I said, Ben is saying, well, why would anybody attack if Superman's there, right? But why did Firefly show up in the first place? <laughs> he already exactly. knew that Superman was going to be there. Exactly. But anyway. And then this one, I, this is obviously the Matt Fraction. Yeah, the Matt Fraction one's hilarious. I like it. It's uh, just two pages of 
Lex Luthor listening to 96 messages of the Joker laughing at him <laughs> for not knowing that Superman was Clark Kent. Oh, it's so awesome. Oh, it's all He just like loses his absolute shit. He like throws something out the window, like smashes his computer, rips up the newspaper. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> this is a comedy that I like, but I guess only as a segue, but it's pretty yeah. funny. I just think because it takes you a minute to get it too. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you don't really get it until Luther gets it. Like, until, like, you see him looking at the paper. You're like, oh, okay. It is. The Joker's laughing at him for not being able to figure it out. Like, it's yep. awesome. That's good stuff. The next one you get is a little longer one. Mm-hmm. A little more heartfelt. But it's uh, the Toy Maker. Is that his name? Uh, toy Man. Toy Man. He decides... He sees Superman's veiny, girthy truth. And he decides... Besides he you know wants what? a piece of it? <laughs> that he Basically. wants, yeah, like, well, no, he doesn't want it anymore. Like, he doesn't want no. that truth slapping him around in the face <laughs> while he's trying to do evil. So he's like, you know what? I'm giving up evil. Yep. And hopefully, like, Superman's truth will become my truth. And then I'm slapping mofos with my veiny girthiness. And uh, he goes to jail. But then that checkmate guy shows up. King? Kingsman? What was it? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, King, uh, Kingman, something, no. something Kingston or something, Kingston, Louisville or something. But he's from Checkmate. That's all I know. And he's from the Leviathan Rising book, or no, yep. not Rising. What was the what was it called? Dawn, Leviathan Dawn, which uh, we did in a previous episode. If you've ever listened to this show before, okay. and going forward, we'll probably do Event Leviathan Checkmate, right? Right. Yes. And if you haven't listened to this show before, this is your first time. You've made it this far. Congratulations. Good job. Good job. You've put up with some shit. So, uh, but no, this toy- is a pretty good one. The whole thing, Toy Man is, he's, uh, he always thought he was misunderstood and that Superman was just talking down to him. But yeah. then when he see, sees how he's talking about himself the same way he talks to Toy Man, he's like, wait a minute. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. And then, so, yeah, he's going to use his ideas for good. He's going to make toys to, like, kick people's asses. It's kind of funny. He takes a Pez dispenser and <laughs> turns it into a little flying bug. Well, it's like a drone. It's probably like a... Drone, yeah. A rape drone or something. A rape drone. Because <laughs> it's, it's, all evil in, it's all evil intentions behind it. It's all, gives... It is jail. Well, he's got a desk and lamp and all that kind of stuff, but they gave him toys, too, to play with. He probably drops roofies into people's, like, drinks and shit. <laughs> it's a Bill Cosby special. But yeah, they gave him all that shit. Well, that's why he's like, you made all this stuff from shit laying around here. He's like, yeah, toys. Why would, why would the prison give the toy man, the guy that makes weapons out of toys, a bunch of toys to play with? He did some good stuff. He right. some good behavior. There you go. Then you get another Matt Fraction one where it's uh, the Steve Lombard guy gets hella pissed off that he couldn't figure it out either. Or just, I think it's more the fact that it just is Clark Kent. Yeah. Because he was always giving Clark hella shit, right? Yep. And so the fact that now... Because he always saw himself as better as Clark. Yep. But now he's like, wait. He's super... Like, I'll never... Like, God, now... Damn. <laughs> like, you just can't... Yeah. <laughs> it's like anybody but him. I like that, where it's like kind of a look at the people that are like... Mm-hmm. Envious. I like the whole thing. He's just getting more, more and more mad. His face is turning redder and redder as it ends. Right. This and then... Oh, wait. What were you going to... You were going to say something. No, that's all. Awesome. Oh, well, that's the it. next one. Next one. Little, Mongol. This is where... Episode 36 of Four Color Ultrasound really kicks into gear. 
This is super metal. I know. <laughs> this is crazy. Like the what the war world they're yep. on. Yeah, well, war world. And it's like Mongol and his son and like some other guy. And uh, does that Mongol even know that that guy is behind him, creeping <laughs> up on him? Well, it's his son, right? So I think he knows he's there. Okay, because that's very okay. Yeah, because he even this Mongol's like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Is this like the true story of Mongol? Like, if See, they brought, I'm not sure, because but because I don't remember this being the the case, but it must, it must have been. But I thought we read this recent, fairly recently, and uh, before he showed up the last time. No, or do we not? Or did I read into it? I must have read into it as I was going through with other comics. But yeah, this is Mongol not being able to comprehend that Superman was just chilling on Earth trying to be a human. Yeah. When, like, with all the power that he had, he could have, like, enslaved Earth. Kind of like he'd enslaved this war world. And he was like, there's just, like, corpses. <laughs> he, just... so, he says it in one thing where he says it all. Like, what he did to this place or whatever, right? You're talking about oh, the, yeah. He the says, who filled... Yeah, no, he says, who, uh, Mongol, who filled the oceans of war oh. world with blood, who filled its skies with flame, who built landscapes out of bodies. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> everything they're standing on is, like, bodies of, like, just dead people That's and crazy. shit. crazy. But I guess, like, his father before him and his... Who killed his father before him, who killed his father before him. <laughs> and I guess if you do the Roman numerals, you could figure out what number Mongol it's this is? One thousand seven hundred and ninety-one. Whoa! Did you do that earlier? You just knew that. Uh, I looked it up earlier. Oh, that's dope. I'm there not, <laughs> but I got I prepared. I would have believed you if you were like I took Roman numerology in college. I, <laughs> I like, know oh, Roman shit. numerals. I was like, whoa! <laughs> you took that class? I knew the M. I knew the X. I knew the one. <laughs> just the D and the C. I didn't know. But uh, it causes his son just to murder him out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you're only Mongol if you have that chess piece. I guess so. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. Optimus Prime. Like that's like the pri- like uh-huh. the what was that thing called? I don't remember that. The all the all spark. Oh, okay. Was that yeah. what made him Optimus Prime? Oh, the, just the thought cartoon. it was his name. His parents uh, were, uh, <laughs> were. Well, no, because in the cartoon movie, mm-hmm. when he dies and they take it out, and then they make the new, they give it to Hot Rod. Well, they give it to Ultra Magnus. And he becomes Magnus Prime, okay. and then they give it to Hot Rod, and he becomes Rodimus Prime. Ah, okay. So the Allspark does directly affect your name. I just thought his parents only liked the Firstborn, and the two kids after him <laughs> always had to know that they were not nearly as good as the Prime. No, it's the Allspark that makes them the That's Prime. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That'll he be our new every day. So Transformers knowledge will be our fifth. Uh, <laughs> patreon we're giving you little tips for free now you're like that guy obviously watched the animated movie <laughs> it's like duh so <laughs> awesome anyway yeah mongol yeah so he kills his dad and he's like well, you know what not only does he kill his dad he punches through his back of his back through his chest through grabs his, his heart spine, grabs the all spark through his spine <laughs> through his heart through his rib cage grabs the mongol all spark and pulls and it back like, out. Bah, and then pulls it all back out. He's just like, bah. And puts it on his chest. It's all covered in his dad's blood. And all Mongol can say is, grah. <laughs> like, he would think, like, so, so he knew this was going to happen eventually, right? Is he just okay with it happening? Or, like you said, he was dumb and didn't realize his son uh, snuck up behind him. If your name is Mongol, who slew my father, who slew yep. his father, who, wouldn't you just stop having kids? <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't get it. 
And Ugh. is this like the worst game of tag ever? It's like he got his son. His son grows up. He's all shit. And he's old enough. His tag is going to punch right through me. Yeah. Like, damn, those hands are looking pretty big. <laughs> they can punch through my chest cavity at any second. <laughs> oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. But that is like the most, like this just came out of nowhere. Like dead bodies everywhere. He kills that alien guy by like crushing his skull. And like you said, it, he's just like the heart punch from the back. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. I like it a lot. And then kind of wraps it up. No, that's not the last vignette. You get this one with Kara. And she's kind of pissed off that she had to give up her life. Of like dating some guy back at college. So she could like become... I don't understand though. Why, like she's mad at Superman, right? But this is the uh, Supergirl who laughs version, right? That's yeah, why she's that's, what I mean. that's what I mean. She's pissed. But like... Didn't she want to become the Supergirl that laughed? Wasn't she all into it now? I don't know. I haven't yeah. been reading Supergirl. I haven't so read I Supergirl either. I'm not 100%. This one was just basically a go read Supergirl yeah. story. That's essentially what it was. And you do get the Bizarro vignette. The single page one. This one was alright, I guess. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, it's a joke on uh, on Bizarro speak, basically. Yeah. All right, it's him sitting there watching Superman tell the story, and he freaks out. He goes, then who and me? And he says, wait, is it what are my, what are me, who, or who does I? And then the cat says, who and me? And Selena is the name of the cat. But the part that cracks me up is, thank you, Selena. So since he speaks backwards, is he basically saying, ah, fuck you, Selena? Basically. <laughs> like he said, screw you. No, it would be like, fuck me, Selena. Right. <laughs> oh, so he's into bestiality. You say? Yeah, he's gonna do that cat. That's gross. Oh, that's awful. Jesus Christ! What are we reading? Well, that was the last thing other than that tie up to them publishing this, <laughs> publishing the story hella hard about uh, <laughs> publishing it really hard. <laughs> hella published so hard. Uh, I'm gonna have to post this. I'm gonna let's see. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna post this. This uh. Ah, shit, panel. Who and oh. me? Thank you, Selena. And try to make a reference to publishing it hard. Do it at nice. the, uh, <laughs> the writers. I'm going to publish this podcast till hard after I edit it. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Only people who listen will know what I'm saying. And then, like, we'll do the next episode will be called Published Harder. <laughs> and then Published with a Vengeance. Yep. And then A Good Day to publish hard <laughs> and you know what was a good book to publish hard no that doesn't work live free or publish <laughs> okay that's all the diehard movies no. right that's it so <laughs> speaking of diehard Daphne Byrne number three written by Laura Marks art by Kelly Jones colors by Michelle Madsen Letter, lettering by Rob Lee. Lie. Legay. <laughs> Alright. I'm sorry. I cracked myself up on that last one. Legay. Legay. <laughs> How right, do you enough. pronounce your name, Legay? Yeah. Lee. Oh, sorry. But uh, I got a confession to make, Mike. You didn't read it? I did not read this one. Oh my god but you know what i did do what i flipped through it really quickly mm-hmm. and i bet you i can tell you what happened i'm sure you can let's go 
Daphne Byrne uses her powers a little bit more, and then her mom gets abducted and is about to get raped by Satan. <laughs> uh, basically, I guess. Yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. That's crazy. Oh, and there's some super crazy butthole monster. That when I looked at it, I was like, that is, dude, they totally drew a butthole, right? And then I looked more and I was like, oh my God, they totally did draw a butthole. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) But they put eyes on it to like make it not a butthole, but it is because like the thing's face is over there. It basically is, yeah. That's pretty funny. That's crazy. There's an anus on that chick's head. And if you want, you could post that on the internet and be like, what's up with this anus looking thing? And look at that cone head guy below. You think if that cone head guy matched up with that anus guy, there'd be a fun time to, to be had <laughs> <Jeez>. by all. <laughs> anyway. The art in this book is really good. Yeah. Can't say much for the story as I didn't read it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, this, this, this seemed to be like a... I, at first I was kind of... I wasn't so sure about this book, but I think it's getting a lot better here. Because it so had the big twist, like I said, the whole thing was with the group that the mother was seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole yeah, the the assumption this whole time is that they're just swindlers, and even the yeah, daughter thinks you know definitely thinks they're swindlers, right? And they're just taking her for her money. Yeah. But then it turns out it's it's a rosemary rosemary's baby situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're like, right. That whole twist at the end was like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't really catch that. Because like I said, I didn't read it. I just yeah. kind of looked through it. But you're right. They that's were, what it, it is. It was supposed to be you were thinking like that dude was just going to try and get with her and steal her yep. money. Mm-hmm. But then that's right. But and the funny thing is like so a couple times the the, the old lady, the seance, the, what is she called? I don't know. The fortune teller here talks to the son and he says, oh, you felt you have something about being filthy minded. And then later it's like, not yet, you filthy minded thing as they as she passes out. Mm-hmm. And you start as you're reading and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like where are they going with this? When she says not yet, yeah. right? Because you're not quite, sure, you're still not quite sure what's happening. She's gonna get published. <laughs> what? She's gonna she's get published hard. She's gonna get published real yeah, hard. Yeah, there she's dude. out cold. We'll take good care of her, won't we? I'm like, okay, not yet. You filthy minded thing. You can't touch her till our Lord is with you. I was like, holy shit. And then of course they strip her down, and uh, they got the whole ritual going on. It's kind of so, crazy. So what's the? thing with Daphne then what she gets well it's her with that we still don't know what the deal is with that monster that's with her that ghost that's with her that gives her all these powers that said she he'd take her to her dad or whatever yeah and then and now it's just um her going back to school because her mother shows up and says hey, you know what happened with you? I heard you messed with the, the girls at school and she goes no I didn't do anything and it was on them on them and then she ends up going to school and the kids are making fun of her and the uh the ghost right, gives her the power again hey you know you can make them see whatever they want you can torture them. And she goes, you're nothing but filth, all of you. So they got, so they think they've got, um, I don't know, like dirt and mud or something all over them. And she ends up leaving. <clears throat> but she's going to go see this guy that you really don't know about yet. His name is... Uh, Mr. Brooke? Yes. And because she wrote him a letter, right? And she's going to go see him. Because she, she he uh, says, I believe you are the business of exposing and discrediting the thieving frauds who pretend to commune with spirits. But he's got this little baby thing in a jar so obviously he um he ha- he knows about the spirits right the uh mm. the underworld and everything so now she's gonna go see him and my guess is it's gonna be her trying to save her mother is how the story's gonna end there's only a couple issues left i think okay yeah we're not quite sure where it's gonna go but it looks like my guess is it'll end with you know her keeping this freak spirit kid and helping her out 
But it's kind of interesting. It took a little yeah. turn there. I didn't know where it was going. I didn't read it because I didn't want to. It was I ran out of time. Yeah. And then I was supposed to read it today at a I was at practice and I for, I left my iPad. <laughs> it's all good. Well, like you said, it's it's pretty simple, right? And you you, yeah. you caught most of it. I was like, let me flip through it real quick. And I was like, okay, she's at the school again. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, there's butthole monsters. There's a bunch of crazy monsters. People get all crazy. And then I was like, wait, okay, now somebody's like getting. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> somebody just got roofied. And now it's like, whoa, whoa. And I read the last page. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait. Is that her mom? <laughs> Hot. And like, everybody's going to watch her get published, too. Like the the funny audience. thing about the clothing here is so the underwear she wears, right? The slip she wears underneath her clothes is, is obviously a very conservative times, right? They're covered from head to toe. But underneath, she's wearing something where she's hanging out of it. Very buxomous. Yeah. Uh, the thing with the pig head, though, wasn't that in Daphne's dream? Oh, yeah. She, like, had it, and then it was like that had something to do with it. And she woke up and she thought, remember, she was just yeah. like, masturbating on her period but yep. it made you think like the dream was real because she had the blood on her hands mm-hmm. from the yeah you're right head. so she saw the pig's blood she saw the pig's head so maybe that guy has something to do with i don't know yeah the, the kid the, that guy must have something to do with this whole group that's going on like i said i don't know if, she, if he's going to be you know truly evil and screw with her or if he's going to help her out because mm. because all everything he says to her is kind of odd right it's he's not a good conscience <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good point, Mike. It's a very good point. So, I'm going to continue reading. All right. Have you read any of the Sea Dogs stories at the end? No, because they like skip. I don't read any of the other books. So, oh. it's like three things in between each one. I was like, I don't know what these. But yeah, even with that, though, the two pa- they're only two pages long. And like I can't tell what's happening within those two pages. It's really weird. I guess in this one, they're just fighting. But yeah, it's very like, odd. Yeah, I don't, like I tried to read it in the first one. I was like, I don't know what's going on in this. And then like, yeah, and even in this one, you're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bunch of dogs fighting people. This is the storm intensifies. The next chapter of Sea Dogs. It's like, okay. That guy's eyeball like is out of his head and in his mouth. It's pretty tight. <laughs> uh-huh. That Sea Dog guy is pretty badass looking. Looks like if Batman's dog was like a pirate. He does. He looks like a Ace, right? All right. It's like ripping people's arms off and shit. It's outside. <laughs> uh, hanging out and yeah, pretty cool. It's uh, pretty cool. Speaking of pretty cool, uh, what's the opposite of the news? I don't know what the news. The olds. Uh, the olds. So, I don't know. That was a terrible segue. It was hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Got any news? Sorry. Thank God it's a segue you on this show. Or thank God it's a segment on this show. No, oh, here you go. Exactly. So uh, your favorite here. I don't know if it's your favorite, but you've been looking forward to the three Joker story, right? Well, ever since you mentioned it like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's coming out <laughs> June 17th. Really? Yeah. So June 17th, Whoa. Jeff Johns and Jason Fabic. Oh, it's actually Johns doing it as well. But you, yeah. you said this. Well, the original thing was it was supposed to take place like within the universe though right the originally it was gonna take place in the universe it does now not you're look saying like it this will is, now. yeah you're saying now this is just like the i think you mentioned this before that he was still gonna write it like the last time i brought it up but you yeah. said it wasn't gonna be it's just its own story that's what it really seems like now meh meh 
Meh. So what he says about it is, uh, so Johns, the world doesn't need just another Batman Joker story. One of the reasons I've never done one before is because there are so many amazing ones. So I was only going to do one if it was different and surprising. I looked at the Joker and the, and the meaning of the Joker and his effect on Batman and his family in a new way. We are not introducing our, we're not introducing a multiverse of Jokers. We're not out to change these characters forever, but we are turning over some rocks about these characters and their relationships. Among those characters that will be the focal point of the series are the people most affected by the Joker in the past, including Batman himself, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, and Jason Todd, Red Hood, all of whom have a complicated and violent history with the clown Prince of Crime. So basically, it goes back to the beginning when Batman first encountered the Joker, and you know, taking into account uh, the killing joke and death in the family. So it looks like it's basically them dealing with the uh, fallout of basically her being paralyzed and him being killed. And then is that the three Jokers, like the original Joker, then the one that like raped and shot Babs, or the one that murdered yeah, Jason? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Ick. Yeah, Barbara and Jason have gone through so much, as as has Bruce, and it's really focused on healing, on scars and wounds, and what that and what that does to somebody. If you suffer, suffer some trauma, you don't just get over with it and move on with your life. It changes who you are. Like <clears> so it sounds top. like it's morphed into just a story about their past and all that. Sounds like a Tom King story. Basically. Dealing with trauma. But the art looks pretty awesome. At least the, all, all they've really shown is the uh, face, Joker's faces. How would superheroes deal with trauma if they were like us? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't care. I don't want them to be like me. I want them to be like superheroes. <laughs> Jesus. That's awesome. Why, I I read like, why do they I read? I don't want to read a story about myself. People I relate yeah. to. Yeah. If I, wanted to, if I wanted to relate to things, I'd just live in real life. <laughs> I'd go see people. Hang out with my family. I wouldn't try to escape through things like comic books, video games, and chewing on cookies. <laughs> Jesus Exactly. Christ. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, all those maybe. chewing podcasts I listen to. Why would I do that if I wanted to relate? Right. Anyway. Legion of Superheroes 5 and 6 have been pushed back three weeks and two weeks respectively. But no reason has been given. That kind of sucks. But it's the orientation video segment has to get longer. He's got. He's, yeah, he couldn't figure it out. He couldn't end it. He realized, oh my god, I got too much story to tell in this uh, orientation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of disappointing. I like the book. It is. I was actually kind of liking it. So, um, so DC cancels the March Comic Con appearances due to the coronavirus. Oh, you can't say that word, Mike. Ah, what word? I didn't say it. We'll be demonetized. Damn it. Just take it out, scratch it. Okay, for sure. But I'm hoping, yeah. So all of Mars is canceled for you know. But I'm ho- I I got tickets to uh, WonderCon. I'm hoping they uh, don't cancel in April. Where's that one? At? Is that the one at the convention center? Where's yes, that? Anaheim. Oh, okay. Dope. So we'll see. Um, and then, to, what's up? Are you gonna go try to go to San Diego again? Uh, tried and didn't get tickets. Oh, that's right. You told me it's like some kind of weird lottery. And stuff. Oh yeah, it's it's a ridiculous lottery to get in. You have to. You had to sit there for, I don't know, like almost an hour, right? As, and your um, web page just keeps refreshing. And mm-hmm. you, if, if you get lucky, if you get lucky and get picked to buy a ticket, then you can go. Otherwise, you're, you're screwed. And that's even, and if you if you get, are lucky to get a ticket once, like I did like two years ago, the next year you're supposed you, you yours can, you're up a day earlier than everybody else, or actually a couple weeks earlier, but you're in a separate drawing. And I still miss that one out. Do you think it's because like there's fewer rubes than there are people that like go often, so it would be harder to get like the further you go into it, the harder it would be get. Because like if you're in another group where it's people have already gone, 
Like, of yeah. course, they're going to want to go again. So you only have people that are... Now, it is a timing thing versus, like, the people that are deciding to go for the first time may not be as many. That's more of, like, a luck thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think what I was saying is because uh, if you've gone once, you're supposed to have a, real, a much better chance of going the next time. And I still didn't get that one. That's crazy. That's fr- yeah, it's frustrating. Well, wonder con it is. <laughs> the last thing I have here is, I don't know if it's news or not. I thought it was kind of cool. London's Leicester Square built statues of Batman and Wonder Woman on their buildings. Well, I mean, it's news, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I gotta find the, I was gonna find the uh, pictures of them, but there's a statue of Batman like standing on top of the building, Whoa. overlooking the city. I'm like, oh, that is so cool! I want one of those. That's, that is pretty bad. Every city should have a Batman overlooking, and then there's a Wonder Woman, I don't know, breaking out of the wall. But Whoa. the uh, Batman overlooking the city, that was kind of cool. You should, yeah, that's you should post pictures of that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. You can use your imagination. Oh, there it is. Yeah, here. I'll Just like it. everything else in our podcast. Use your imagination. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that. Yay. But I'll send it to you, too, because uh, I don't know if you look at the stuff I post to you. Nope. There you go. So it's going to you right now. Oh. And while you're looking at that, are you ready for hashtag TGWNN? The game with no name? The game with no name, yes. Do, 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 do. That's the theme song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nobody cares anyway. Well, don't do it just yet, because I'm trying to look at this picture. All right, well, I won't do it. Oh, whoa, that is pretty badass. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> well, she's has like, it's like the lasso, like, light up and all that It stuff. looks like it. Hey, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and they put, like, a bat signal behind them and Yeah, stuff they put like a bat that. signal behind them. Oh, How cool super. is that? Way to go, London. All right. So, yes. Game with no name. All right. <clears throat> Lonely Receiver, number one. <laughs> and by that I don't mean about publishing Lonely Receiver meets the hard publisher <laughs> meets the hard All publisher right. alright All right. oh, I can't anyway <sighs> can't do this without laughing now <laughs> <laughs> alright Katrin Vander a lonely video producer has never gotten over the pain of her fiance leaving her at the altar drowning her sorrows in her work she buys an audio video receiver that promises ultra realistic audio and sound after filming her first video, she realizes this receiver can turn her fantasy into reality. Depression soon turns into insanity, and her films turn from fantasy to horror. Set in the new future, drenched in pastels and sunshine, Lonely Receiver is a horror breakup story in five parts. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> Damn it. Option number two. Katrin Vander, a lonely video producer, buys an artificial intelligence partner that's meant to bond for life. After 10 years together, her holographic wife suddenly disconnects without a warning. The breakup drives Katrin to the point of near insanity. She's alone for the first time in years and reeling from a loss she can't comprehend. Set in the new future, drenched in pastels and sunshine, Lonely Receiver is a horror breakup story in five parts. Damn, both of those sound good enough to read already. (laughs) Now the next one. Katrin Vander, a lonely video producer, buys a new holographic mobile phone meant to bring people closer together. Two years after the death of her wife, she is finally beginning to move on with her new girlfriend. Then she receives a hollow message of her wife, continuously replaying her brutal death. She must now decide if she should delete the message and move on for good, or keep reliving her worst nightmare and discover the truth. Set in the new future, dredged in pastels and sunshine, a lonely receiver to a horror breakup story in five parts. So I don't know if I kind of cheated here, so I used the same uh, wraparound, but, you know. Ugh. 
Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's cheating, but what do you think about these three here? Gut instinct. Uh, I want to say number three, but I'm probably wrong. I'm going to stick with it, though. Sticking with number three? Number three is the, the real one. Number three is the real one. You're incorrect. Fucking shit nuts. Shit nuts. <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell which one the other two? Uh, it's number one. Is it AI? Is it AI that she falls in love with and can't handle it? It's number one? Nope. It's number two. Oh, you son of a bitch. The robot one. <laughs> the robot one. Yep. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> three sounded the worst. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. yeah, I was like, that doesn't, that's got to be. And the other two sounded so good. I was like, Mike had to make those up. Because <laughs> I rarely want to read the book that's real. Like when you're like, it was this one. I'm like, God damn it, that one sucks. Don't want to read the one. Uh, okay. With the, the voice message constantly replaying her death. Yeah, that didn't sound as cool as the first one where it was like, she gets to see like the, like her ultimate fantasy and it starts getting like crazier and crazier. <laughs> I know. I'm like, ooh, this is awesome. And then the second one where, yeah, it was like about a, like a love robot that comes to like, uh, what happened to, what was the second one? The the real one is uh, a love robot that she fall, she falls in love with that, that just ends up breaking, right? Running yeah. his time and then she goes nuts because she can't And I thought you didn't do that one because, yeah, and I thought that was because I was like, it has a robot in it. So uh-huh. like, he knows <laughs> what I like. That's what he likes, shit. Uh, shit. You did good, Mike. You did good. There you go. It's now 11 to 17. I'd definitely read that first book, though. So it's depressing to know that it's never going to come out. I know. <laughs> we'll have to write it. I'll have to write it then. It's Imagine. a patent petting mic, or uh, let's see, trademark mic. Nobody can take that. Copyright, trademark, patent pending, all those. Things. All those things. If you want, to, if you want to come back and uh, find out if any of those things actually stuck, <laughs> and Michael's able to uphold his prior, or what is it called, prior. Uh, What's that shit called? I don't know. I don't know. It is property. What is that? What is your... Uh, trademark? My copyright? There you go. No. Yeah. If he's able to uphold all those laws and proprietary, that's what I was looking for, his proprietary information, uh, come back next week, see what happens. But uh, until then, goodbye, Mike. <laughs> goodbye, Dieter. Boom 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 bo